You are listening to The Universal Mindset, and I'm your host, Michael Jinks, dedicated to opening up your mind, heart, and soul. I'll talk to you about the mistakes I've made, the lessons I've learned, and ultimately the happiness I've found by surrendering control to the universe and following my universal calling. Welcome back, all you beautiful people. Thank you for continuing to support uh, this journey for me. Uh, Today, the episode is called Flipping the Switch. And it really is about our ability to shut down that emotional hold that otherwise, you know, would, would be controlling our decisions. And my wife and I were having a discussion just yesterday and she was just saying, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you can flip that switch so quickly. There's been numerous times, especially over this past like uh, six to eight months where, you know, I I look at it as I'm just not allowing emotion to control my decisions anymore. And that's not to say that uh, I don't fuck up. That's not to say that, you know, I don't make some really ridiculous, you know, decisions looking back on them. But more that when things happen, when uh, arguments happen, when opportunities come about where, you know, I act in my ego a little bit when I when I allow those you know emotions to take over. Uh, the ability to kind of like just cancel that and, and switch back, especially, I, you know, I'm just now kind of <laughs> truly realizing how strong love is. And I I might have said this before, but I actually believe that love, what we call love, is the highest vibrating frequency. And that is, you know, the term that we've given to it, love. And I think if you ask someone to describe love, while, you know, you may get very, very similar answers, everybody's idea of it and everybody's concept of it is so different. You know, some people tie in sex to love. Like some people, sex and love are so very closely aligned. Uh, where for me, like love is very, very different. Uh, I had a really close friend tell me recently that he thought I was one of the most sexual people he knows. <laughs> and I was just so surprised by that because I'm like, I don't consider myself at that at all, but it's because I can hold people and I can just hold and embrace. And he was like, you ho- you will hold, you will hug a girl 10 times longer than I will. I'm like, well, it's because there isn't that you know, sexual in, you know, immediate sexual intent right behind it. And so, you know, like love for people is such, such a vast, vast, uh, so many definitions and so much difference. And yet it's all describing the same thing. And I've kind of come to realize like how powerful that feeling, that initial feeling of love is. And uh, Shannon and I are in an open relationship and we've kind of created our own version of, uh, of what that means of polyamory and, and, you know, it doesn't have to be the exact definition that it is for other people. And, you know, we can make it how we want. And because of that, you know, we've run into opportunities where we have been able to fall in love with other people. And I think that's honestly uh, one of the most beautiful things about uh, polyamory for me is I can have this amazing, intense love and growing love with my spouse. And yet, you know, feel 
comforted in knowing that, uh, you know, she will allow me to love other people and I will allow her to love and connect with other people without worrying about what it does to our primary relationship because we are so committed and so focused uh, on that together. But, you know, there's also been times where this new love kind of just comes in and takes over. And, you know, again, it is so powerful and you kind of have to continually put your continuously put yourself in check and make sure that the actions you're making are rational and are, you know, within flow for me now, as opposed to, you know, kind of like jumping at the opportunities. But, you know, we had a, a few of these uh, relationships with people happen uh, over the past few years. And she's just kind of been so surprised at how, you know, kind of at the blink of an eye, uh, I'm able to flip that switch. And even, you know, especially in our, you know, discussions and I don't even want to say fights because Shannon and I so rarely get into anything that I would call an argument. You know, most of our stuff is just so, so soft for, for most of our marriage, we would, uh, our method of, of dealing with issues was to just kind of not talk about them for a few days and then just apologize to each other and kind of move along, which was great. But at the same time, we never really, you know, resolved, resolved our issues. And, you know, now I feel like we're getting better and better and better at, you know, it's not that we don't have issues. It's just our willingness and the time it takes for us to, to work through these. And, you know, I kind of find that flipping the switch so much too, especially recently, like more I've realized what my ego is, the more I've realized the times that I am in ego, the times I recognize that I'm responding out of trigger. Like I'm able to, to just kind of like, whoa, like stop and tell myself like mid sentence, even as I'm talking to her, I'm like, whoa, I am totally in my ego right now. Like I am in, I, I, I'm triggered and I'm responding out of that as, as opposed to responding out of love. And it's like, just so quickly flip that switch. And again, I don't, you know, I don't know exactly how to tell you to do it other than what works for me. Right. And, and for me, this, this headspace to heart space concept that I've you know spoken about a few times, changing, you know, realizing when you are in your head, when you are in your mind, when you are in that ego mind, uh, just being able to rec- first having the awareness to recognize that you're in it. And then, you know, second, now to be able to recognize your own problems, your own issues, your own responsibilities in a fight and just be willing to accept those and move on. That's what flipping that switch is, you know, pulling ourselves back into that heart space. What, what I don't think most of us realize. And when I, when I'm trying to resolve issues with friends and, you know, trying to help people work through, you know, some of their different, you know, friend disputes or, you know, relationship issues and, and different stuff like that. It's really hard for a person to hear when I say it's not about the what, it's about the why that person's saying it. And so often in, you know, in our fights, in our relationships and, and conflicts with, with our friends and other people, we're so focused on like the what that's being said. Where in reality, it's like, why is the person saying that? You know, it, yes, yes, their words have meaning. It's not that I'm discounting what that person's saying, um, but why did that person feel like they had to say that? What is the underlying meaning behind it? 
And so I think, you know, when we can start, you know, the reason we, we hear the what is because we immediately get triggered and we want to respond. Like we now, we now start listening more to respond as opposed to listening to the true intent behind it. And so the quicker we're able to realize, you know, what truly why the other person's saying what they're saying and also realize and recognize when we are in our own trigger, trigger moments and we get into that ego so quickly. I mean, that is the beginning of, of flipping that switch. I mean, I really tell people when you come out of a conflict, when you come out of argument, like you didn't do anything wrong. Just accept what happened, accept that like, you know, say, say you are in a, you know, kind of a, a bad uh, fight with your spouse or something, you come out of it, don't look at anything you did as wrong. But now the point is to resolve it, right? It's like you went through that trigger moment, you got triggered, you triggered your spouse, triggered the other person, both of you got into ego, you go back and forth. And it's like, that's all okay. But now what you need to do is resolve that issue. You need to you need to flip that switch because this is where I say it doesn't really matter what was being said. Yes, there are underlying issues that do need to be resolved, but those issues need to be resolved when both people are in heart space. And then that's when you realize, yes, the issues are because of this underlying issue. And that's what I'm talking about, the why. The why is those underlying issues that are creating these surface issues. And so the only way we can get, the only way we can fix those, the only way we can resolve those with people is to do that in heart space. But when we're triggered, we immediately go into ego. We immediately go into headspace, And that's where it's so difficult. And that's where I talk about flipping that switch. So what is it for you? Like, what is it that will work for you? You know, what, I guess where, you know, where can you look? Where can you recognize this? You know, I think it, as I'm responding, I, I've, I've really, really done my best to when information is coming into me, when, you know, when someone's bringing up conflict with me, I've really, really, really tried my best to just remain calm and just absorb that information. And that does two things. A, it gives me time to check myself, to make sure I'm not in ego, to make sure I'm not going to respond out of trigger. Uh, but then it also gives the other person time, the one who was speaking to you, the one who was telling you these things, it also gives them time to settle back out of mind space, ego space, and enter that heart space. There's been so many times where uh, in discussions with Shan that, you know, we, we get into these and I'm just sitting there quiet and, you know, I let her know, I'm just kind of processing and absorbing. And, and there's been so many times where then she starts resolving a lot of, uh, you know, the, the things that she brought. And I think like, you know, true conflict is resolved when both people recognize their responsibility in the fight without adding a, but without adding, well, I did this because you did this, or I did this, but you did this. Like the second we can recognize uh, our own responsibility in an issue and just take responsibility for that alone without bringing up this other, you know, whatever they did, like that's when we flip that switch. And guess what? When we flip that switch first, we create that vulnerable space for the other person to then flip their switch. 
it's not easy. It's not easy being that first one. My, my wife and I were even stuck in this disagreement yesterday. And I was almost so mad at myself that I couldn't pull myself out of ego. Like it was the stupidest fucking thing. And now looking at it today, you know, I'm just like, why did I have such a hard time with that? And it's because I was immediately thrown up into my ego and I just had the most difficult time surrendering and pulling me back down into heart space. I remember walking around my house, just not screaming, but like, ah, like what the fuck? Like get out of my own head. And I, you know, this may be another episode for another time, but I, I want to start diving into even, you know, where I talked about the power of words. I want to start diving into the way that I was even handling those because I was so mad at myself and I was using like attacking words at myself. And I think maybe part of that next process for me is, is going to be learning to, you know, use better words, even when I am disappointed in myself and in my own reactions and see if that, that helps pull me into that heart space quicker. And yeah, so it's, you know, it's, I, it's always easy for me to counsel others and see, and, you know, show them when they're in their ego and show them when they need to, you know, kind of pull back down. And, and yet, you know, the same thing happens to me and I'm making that same mistake. I mean, I'm so grateful that, you know, for me at this point, I can pretty much flip that switch after like a solid night's sleep uh, or after just any sleep. I can I can really, uh, you know, flip that switch again. And now, you know, for the most part in in disagreements that Shannon and I have, I would say for the most part, I flip that switch now within, you know, 10 to 30 minutes, like after that disagreement and am able to recognize my own issues. That's why last night I was just so frustrated with myself because I was like, this is not usual. And it was, it was the dumbest shit that I was so, that I was stuck in my head about. Like, why, why did, like looking back at it today, I'm like, I, I know it doesn't matter. And yet yesterday it still mattered so much to me. So guess what? Like when we're stuck, when you're stuck, I fucking get it. And sometimes you don't want to resolve it. Sometimes you just want to sit in that shit for a little bit and think about it and stew on it. I don't know why we want to do it. And yet we, it's so much easier to us. And now in reality, looking at it now, I'm just like, why did I even fucking care? Like, why was this such a problem? Like, why did this even give me any anxiety or stress about it? Why couldn't I flip that switch? Why couldn't I just shut off all this, all this dumb emotion that, that I was allowing to kind of like take over and control my judgment? Oh, it's just so <laughs> it's it's so beautiful and yet so frustrating. So beautiful to the process of 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 feeling that ego, of feeling that challenge. I mean, the ego is there to teach us. Like the, the ego is there to let us know, like, hey, like th- there is still something you have to resolve here. And yet it can be so damn frustrating to sit in it and not be able to flip that switch, not be able to get into heart space. I, you know, I, I hope kind of just, you know, showing you, having you hear the way that I've resolved these, I I really hope that you're able to kind of pull that to, you know, for me again, most importantly, recognizing that mind space to heart space. I will talk about that continuously uh, across and be a general theme for all my podcasts because seeing it that way has really helped me understand it. And even when I'm stuck in headspace, at least I can recognize like, Hey, I'm stuck in my head. And so I know, you know, what will take me to get out of that. Now I need to go find some activities, find some other things that, that allow me to, you know, what, what comforts me, what puts me back into that heart space. 
And for me last night, I was fortunate to have a guy's night that, that I was just able to go out with them, return in total heart space, come home to my amazing wife, just have the most beautiful night together, have an amazing morning, feel incredible today, just because, you know, I, I did what was necessary to kind of, you know, pull me back into that heart space. And, and I know that you guys can do that too. It's, it's just, you know, learning what works for us, learning what it takes for us to flip that switch. Really hope you guys enjoyed this episode today. I loved recording it. I love you all so damn much. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Universal Mindset. Please do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, and share this episode with any other people that you believe need to hear it. For this and all other episodes and to find additional content, please visit theuniversalmindset.com. Thanks again for listening, and I love you all so much.